Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Junkies on 106.7 The Fan. So earlier we got a discussion about the movie Dunkirk. Jason's daughters want to see it because Harry Styles is in the movie. They know that he's not singing in the movie, right? They know that he's like getting bombs dropped on his head. I assume they know that. Okay. Yeah. Drab saw it. Was lukewarm on it. I believe gave it three out of five. Three out of five. If his review was on Rotten Tomatoes, it would say something along the lines of, these guys are so British, <laughs> and it was so loud, right. and I really didn't like it. That was upset because he said it's the best movie he's seen of the year. Even though he said there wasn't much of a plot to it, it does have a Hans Zimmer score, and it's directed by Christopher Nolan, so... For Kevin, impossible to give that combination lower than a four and a half. Uh, Kevin, why are you calling us now? Oh, now he hangs up. He hung up. He's gone? <laughs> he was we'll summoned to his other job. Well, was he upset that the? Uh, that I'm sure. He only got three woobies from Drabby? I'm sure. All right, is Kevin back on the line? JP. Hey. Kevin. JP. Kevin, so- have you ever seen a Christopher Nolan movie with the Hans Zimmer score? That you've given less than a four and a half. Yeah, I actually didn't love Dark Knight Rises. That was one of the one of the rare films I didn't like. I forget which one that was. Was that that was the third of the Batman? Like Batman? Yeah, it was Begins? Dark Knight Rises was the, was the third did, of the trilogy. Kevin, with Bane. Did he also do that snoozer Inception? Yeah, he did the masterpiece Inception. Correct. Oh, yes, that was the. You mean I, you mean one of the best movies ever so made? Yeah, no problem. We're just on different pages. <laughs> we are. We're all on different pages on this. On, on not just this movie, on a lot of them. But Drabby pretty much hated Dunkirk because he said it was too British. <laughs> it was what? Too British? <laughs> couldn't understand. He couldn't, under, couldn't understand that you know with the, the heavy accents. First of all, there's hardly any dialogue in the entire film. Second of all, the dialogue that you're not hearing, you're not really meant to hear. Like Tom Hardy's speaking through a through a phone, like through a um, a mask while he's in a plane. How, how could you hear that clearly? Oh, he's doing you're a not meant bit? to. In this loves, movie too, he loves masks. He does love talking through a mask. He's a, he's a he's a big mask fan. He always has been. <laughs> Loves Eric Stoltz. <laughs> I just, I just don't understand. Like here, here's here's Drab's new wacky bit. Like no, no, like can, there's can like these... can, I, can I stop for a second? I've noticed this. You really are upset that Drab is wielding more influence on Jason's movie choices <laughs> than you. It's happening well, again. Well, here's the problem with Jason. So Jason hears one review from Drab, and he thinks that Drab is Roger Ebert, and he's just going to not see the film because everybody else is saying, okay, yeah, get out, Dunkirk, Arrival, all great films, great reviews. Everybody's raving about it, and then Drab goes to see it. I don't understand when, when Drab became Siskel and Ebert. I have no idea <laughs> well, when, when that happened. Become? I mean, the whole, industry is, <laughs> the whole industry is about seeing movies and giving your opinion. 
Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm not saying that my opinion is is right or wrong. I'm I'm one of many opinions. But what I'm saying is it's such a terrible bit that Jason's doing where he bases his entire movie life off of Drab's reviews. Because he make sees any sense his opinion. Well, he sees him as a similar to dude. To be fair. He's got a dog. He's to, living to a be, similar life. Look, to be fair, Kevin, we, took, <laughs> we probably took, I don't know, 10 or 12 calls. I got a bunch of emails and texts. I'm only I'm only seeing a couple supporters. Most people didn't like it. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that I'm right, and I'm not trying to sound like a film elitist or someone who's like saying like, oh, you know, it's just something that I particularly thought was incredible because it was original and like nothing like it had ever been done before. He's actually directing these scenes in camera with hardly any CGI. The problem is, in my opinion, on why Dunkirk is so great is because we are so inundated with CGI superhero films that we've we've kind of forgotten what makes a great film like what, what makes great cinema like back in the day actually doing things in camera directing things for sure like like having amazing scores like I mean there's something to be said about the fact that this film is being made in 2017 when when everything else is basically rebooted franchises and yeah, superhero see, I, CGI films Kevin I get where you're coming from but see you give extra points, I believe, to elements of movie making that a lot of just regular moviegoers don't care about. You okay. care about how things are shot. You care about the score. Drab said he didn't even notice the score. Okay, well, then that's insane. Did he even see the movie? Because the score is the leading character in the film. There's absolutely no character. <laughs> how terrible no does that sound? <laughs> yeah. all, that's a zero all, stars. There the are score no... is the leading character? No, no, no. There are no characters. The, the movie itself is, is, is 400,000 people, and they're telling the story through a very small amount of people to kind of gauge what this whole thing was like. There's hardly any dialogue. Hans Zimmer's music is what leads us through the film. It's the emotional element of the film. It's the intense element of the film. Also, you have to understand that Dunkirk is... Unlike, you're, first of all, Drad didn't even see it in the right format. He didn't see it in 70mm IMAX. He didn't go to an actual IMAX theater to see it. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. My parents, normal moviegoers. They go to the movies, you know, every weekend. They're not, they're not like, they're not gigantic behind the scenes filmmaking type of like, you know, look at that shot kind of thing. They sat down in that theater yesterday. I watched it for a third time and they were blown away because it's an experience. You're immersed in it. It's only an hour and 47 minutes. And nothing like that has ever been done before, ever, in cinema, the so, way this so movie Kevin, was created. when you say there's no characters, do, they don't even call each other by names? I mean, No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm exaggerating that. Like, there, there are people in the film with names. I mean, there are actors, Tom Hardy and, and Finn Whitehead and Harry Styles. They all, they're, all, they're characters, but they're, very, they're not developed like you would normally see in a war film. For example, you know, most war films use, use, the, use the manipulation of like, these backstories. And, and it's not necessarily manipulation. It's, it's, it's what really happened in certain certain aspects but they really hone in on the whole thing of writing letters to home and like things like that and like telling the audience like you know the emotional element of what they're trying to feel and i get that that's what happened during the war but i do think that there's something to be said about just dropping us into a war zone and not i think you'll think you'll think this is entertaining so we were talking about valerian and cakes was killing valerian because he said (laughs) it was the worst movie ever and it could have saved right the, the, the production company, $200 million. He also said Ethan Hawke was And then JP says, uh, <laughs> JP says, is that the movie where Ethan Hawke was in it? And, and Cake says, no. He goes, it's a younger-looking Ethan Hawke. Hey, but saw, it's not look, Ethan Hawke. I saw what, what, Kevin, to defend myself, or to defend me, however you say it properly, I've seen 
five trailers for Valerian, and the only people I've seen in it, aside from CGI monsters, are uh, Delavine and Dahan. And Dane right. Dahan. Never saw he, Ethan Hawke once. Well, Ethan Hawke is—he's in the film. Yes, he is. He's in the, we yeah, he's in the, he's in the middle of the movie. Trailers you saw. We figured. By the way, Dane Dane DeHaan looks just like Drab. Look at their faces; like this is the exact same person. <laughs> they're, they're they're literally the exact same person. He's a young Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> they're the exact same individual. Drab size now. They do look alike. Loves that comp. Look at some, someone. Someone, please do a mashup side by side of Drab and Dane DeHaan. And Leo. And Leo, it's the it's the exact same person. There's no question. So, think, so Atomic Blonde comes out Friday. You're, that's my movie, right? You, you yeah, swear I'm going to like it. Jason, yeah, you're going to like it, but I'm just very upset that you're not going to see Dunkirk because of Drab's review. No, I'm going mean, to see it because his daughter's going to make I'm going to see it because my daughters want to see it tomorrow. I'll see it. But, where, Jason, take them to see the Udvar Hazy or I, the yeah. Lockheed Martin. Oh, my God. I actually see it there. Jason, you live out you live out in Ashburn. Go to go to the Udvar Heise in Chantilly. We are, Richard. Are I just said you, we are. He's well, going. Text me, text me when you buy your tickets, and uh, I'll, I'll talk to you about some cool ideas. Cool ideas. <laughs> like, what do you mean, cool ideas? What's that mean? Like you can walk you can walk around the, the museum and look at airplanes and go to McDonald's, and <laughs> it's it's it's, it's a silly spot. Right. I get nice for Udvar Heise. Hey, don't you have a regular job? Shouldn't you be on Channel Five hey, right but, now, Kevin? Yeah. You, have, you have ins with the studios. Help Valdez and I get the no men off the ground. We're going to be consultants to help studios not spend $200 million on flops. I'm not going to lie. That was one of the most insane. I cannot believe that was a $180 million film. And what did it make $16 million this weekend? They made nothing. Ricky, it was a $210 million movie. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It made $17 million. Yeah, but I will say that like like Dunkirk, for example, was a very was a very expensive movie, but it made 105 million this weekend globally. It's, it'll make all of its money back. But just go see it. Don't listen to Drab hated Arrival and Drab hated Get Out. So <laughs> Arrival that, that, stunk. Arrival is a masterpiece. I saw both of them overrated. <laughs> Arrival's good, not great. Get out, good, not great. Here's the thing. Can I, let me say one thing. I, I don't want to come across as someone who's like, like I'm like this film guy who looks at film things. Dunkirk is, if you just sit in a theater and watch it, no matter who you are, what types of movies you like, if you're not immersed by that experience, I, I, don't, I, just, I just don't know how to explain that. Well, like, there's the majority nothing, of like, our listeners were not as immersed as you are. All right, well, J- Jason, Jason, yes. when you see it, when you see it, dude, Varhazi, I want you to text me or call me right after you're done, and I want you to tell me what your what your way, experience why is it was. Called Ud Varhazi. What is that? What's I think that's the gentleman um, who they named the actual. Um, they named they named it after him. I think he was. I don't. I don't know much about who that person what is. It's just the name of the theater. All right. All right, is, Ke- is Kevin getting a kickback for every time he says Udvar I Hazi? told you, if I had five bucks no. every time he did, I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, that, someone needs to look at that. Not at all. No, 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 no. He's the only Kevin. theater in the Virginia area that's playing it in the format. So <laughs> That might be Paola, Kevin, right. giving you free movies. No, I've never, for... never received a single dime from them, free, ever. Maybe a free popcorn. <laughs> do they even have popcorn in that theater? I think they do. I don't Kevin, know. Kevin, you would know. Don't lie. You told me I could go to get a free drink if I went to the Udvar Hazi on Friday. <laughs> Free drink? No, I did not. Yeah, yeah, I said just, they have like I said they have candy and soda. I don't know if they have. I think they do have like the little small popcorn pack thing. You said you're the manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Papa Squeezy. Hold on, hold on. I'm reading. Wow, I wish I was Udvar Hazi. He's the world's 409th richest person. Is he really? Yes. <laughs> that must be in attention dollars. He's worth $3.2 billion attention dollars. Yeah. Well, first of all, I went and saw it at Lockheed Martin, which is another Smithsonian, on Saturday. I paid $15 a ticket. I always pay full price. Always. 
Well, I'm on the Udvar Hazi website, and it says I got to pay 15 bucks to park before four o'clock. Oh, you're so out. Yeah. Well, well, what time are you going? What time are you seeing it? Well, before four o'clock. I'm not it's worth the parking. There's no chance I'm paying it's 15 bucks to parking. park. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Jason, you, you, make a thou- you make a million dollars a year. You can oh, afford a $15. You can afford a $15 park. There's no chance I'm paying You're 15 You're the national bucks. TV star, Kevin. We're just I don't local make guys. JP. Papa Speedy JP. <laughs> you're, you're at least making 200 k no chance. I, you're, you're so far off. It's not even funny. Yeah, Jason, the first first eight years. Okay, I've been doing this job for twelve years. The first eight years, I made twenty nine grand, and then the next couple years, I think it was like fifty. Yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere near what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, you're close. Don't no. be so bitter that Drab wields more influence. No, than it, you it, do regarding movies. It's a really bad bit. Like, for example, if Drab came in the office. I did that. Oh, you cut him off? You I mean, he's just repeating things. DrabTears.com. Go check it out. Movie <laughs> yes. reviews coming out on that site. I guarantee he's still talking. <laughs> probably is. Guarantee he's still talking. <laughs> All right, coming up next, giving you a chance to win Guns N' Roses tickets. We have a little mashup. You can call in now at 800-636-1067. You can also wake up and grab a delicious bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit made with thick-cut applewood smoked bacon, a fluffy folded egg, and a slice of American cheese. On a warm buttermilk biscuit for just $2. Don't forget your $1. Any size. Freshly brewed McCafe coffee. Again, it's only a dollar. Only at participating McDonald's. I'm loving it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.